Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. friends, good morning. Welcome to The Torch. This is Brian Gibbs here coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you so much for jumping in today, making it a priority to be with us. What a great day to be alive. I was reading Habakkuk 1 early this morning. Oh, this verse is just branded on me right now. Look among the nations and watch. Be utterly astounded, for I will work a work in your days which you would not believe, though it were told to you. Wow. What a day to be alive. And for such a time as this, I remind you that God sets you in the earth for this epic crescendo that is coming as we're racing towards the end of the age, even now. And let's just open in prayer. Man, I just... You know what? I want to thank all of you again for just writing us. Uh, I'm so encouraged by um, how the torch has been such an encouragement to you. Um, I love how people are incorporating it into their devotional time. And um, I'm just thankful how the Lord is using it. So I love you guys. My wife and I, we we love you. Um, So thankful for your partnership, uh, for your encouragement. And we're in this together. So Well, Lord, we just thank you for an amazing day, the day that you have made, Lord, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We will worship you all day long and give you the glory, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence and your anointing, and I pray, Lord, that as as this episode goes out today, that it will bring encouragement, it will bring refreshing Lord, it will release a fresh anointing upon the hearers for those that are watching today in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just, we apply the blood. We apply the blood of the Passover lamb over our lives. We apply the blood of Jesus over our families, over our lives, over America, over the nations, Father. We thank you for the power of the blood of Jesus that we, through that blood, we are saved. We have We have been forgiven and cleansed of our sins and our iniquities and our unrighteousness, Lord. We thank you that through the blood that we are delivered, that we are restored, we are justified, we are purified, we are redeemed by the blood of Christ. And Father, today I just, I claim Psalm 91 over over the family of God, over our friends, over our listeners today. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High God, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come on your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways. Hallelujah. Lord, we claim that promise today that no pestilence, no wicked plague can touch us in Jesus' name. We just charge the angels of the Lord over our friends, even now. And Lord, we thank you that you are ushering 
us into the greatest era of outpouring of the Holy Spirit all over the world, all over the world before the epic return of King Jesus. We thank you, Lord. It is going to be an outpouring of your presence, Lord, a revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, as King, as Lord, as healer of hearts, healer of souls, healer of bodies, healers of memories and imaginations. Lord, you're the deliverer to all captives. You're the releaser of all prisoners, Lord. You are the hope of the nations. You are the shepherd of the nations, Lord. Lord, we thank you that you are going to take entire cities and regions through your ecclesia, through the church, Lord, that the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it. Hallelujah. Lord, we decree today that the arrows of the Lord are being released into cities throughout our nation. Lord, you are going to ignite unstoppable revival, unstoppable harvest and transformation. And Lord, the knowledge of the glory, your glory, O Lord, shall cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Lord. Lord, I thank you that even now the ecclesia's boots are resonating, Lord, and the angel armies are marching with us in the earth, Father, and you are bringing terror to the enemy's camp. I thank you for it, Lord. Father, we decree today, Obadiah chapter 1, verse 15, for the day of the Lord is upon all nations and it is near. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you that there's a Maranatha cry that is coming up out of your bridegroom. There's a burning in the heart of your people and the spirit and the bride say, come. We thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Psalm 73, verse 25, it says, Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on the earth. Lord, that is our cry today. We desire you more than anything, anything in the earth. You are our passion. You are our sole desire. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Listen, I'm so glad you're with us today. It's always a joy. Always a joy to be together. And uh, I enjoy this time. Of course, Josiah and I are always in the studio together. And it's a blessing that we get to work together. And um, gosh, I was thinking about um, early this morning, we had to do some stuff for our family. And uh, it's just been just over a year now. We've been filming The Torch. Just over a year since Josiah returned back home from um, New Zealand, from YWAM, his base there in Queenstown. And we've been coming to you and doing these podcasts, and it's been a joy to be with you. And again, it's just I love the feedback, and I love what the Lord is doing in it. And uh, again, we're, we're just, we are here to point people to Jesus more than pe pointing people to our ministry um, or to myself, obviously. I'm here to point people to Jesus. It's a good word today. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 2. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 2. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Isn't that true? 
But when the wicked man rules, the people groan. Oh, let me read that to you again. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked man rules, the people groan. Uh, everybody knows there is such a groan that is coming up out of this nation, especially right up out of the church, uh, witnessing what we are seeing on the political landscape and really the spiritual landscape above all things in our country right now. And today, I am, I am just saying again, I am praying for righteous judgment the righteous judgments of God to come upon Washington, D.C. for full exposure, for justice to come, for deliverance to come for our nation up out of this coup. And I believe God is going to bring us up. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I know that he's the God of miracles. He's the God of wonders. He's our God, the God of miracles. I believe God's going to bring us up out of this dark valley. And not only is he just going to see us through it, but we're going to come up out of this dark valley with the heads of giants. That's what I am believing for, praying for, interceding for, confessing and looking on the horizon. God is going to raise America back up. Proverbs 11, verses 10 and 11, it says, The blessing that rests on the righteous releases strength and favor to the entire city, but shouts of joy will be heard when the wicked one dies. <laughs> that's, that's strong language. Verse 11 says, the blessing of favor resting on the righteous influences a city to lift it higher and higher, but wicked leaders tear it apart by their own words. Wow, that's so strong. I remind you today, my friends, there is a blessing, a blessing of favor, a blessing of strength and anointing for you to release over your city and over your region. As a watchman, as an intercessor, God has set you in your place as a watchman. You're the guardian. You're the gatekeeper of your city, the gatekeeper of your community. God has anointed you with favor. God has anointed you and set his righteousness upon you to deal with the wicked, to deal with the enemy, spiritually and naturally. Hallelujah. I want to quote my wife. Uh, my wife says, a government that doesn't acknowledge a supreme God is a government that will decide to take the place of God. <laughs> that is so true. You know, we are seeing such, um, such a brazen wickedness, such reckless leadership, really illegitimate leaders that are not weapons in God's hands who, who are to become weapons of righteousness to actually fight and avenge evil. This is the criteria of Romans chapter 13. God says that true leaders that he anoints and that he appoints, they actually become avengers to evil. They're weapons of righteousness in the hands of God. We're not seeing that in this hour whatsoever coming out of Washington. Rather, we're seeing leadership who are spawning more and more evil, and I, I dare we say even more terror. You know, it was only five weeks ago, Joe Biden, he restored $235 million 
in funding to the Palestinian Authority. Now, this is funding that President Trump completely cut out, cut out and cut off. But then when Biden and his minions went forward five weeks ago, funded the Palestinians, I want you to think about this. Look what happened to Israel. This all began one week ago today, one week ago today. So five weeks ago, Joe Biden, he restores, he funds $235 million funding to Palestinian Authority. And then look what happens to Israel. I'm going to say it to you like this today. Just do the simple math. I mean, when you fund terrorists, terrorism exponentially multiplies. You fund terrorists, you fund terrorism, you're going to see it be explosive. And look now what is happening to Israel. I tell you, I am so grieved, so broken over what is happening to our beloved Israel even now. Yesterday, we see Black Lives Matters came out. Uh, boycott, divest, and sanction, BDS, their announcement yesterday morning that they stand with the Palestinians. They stand with Hamas. They, they sympathize with the terrorists. They sympathize with Hamas. Despite over 4,000 rockets in one week, over 4,000 rockets, drones, being fired from Gaza against Israel just in the last week, I'll tell you what, it's absolutely sickening. I cannot stand these demonic movements. I cannot stand those in America who are standing and sympathizing with the terrorists. You know, I know that's strong, but listen, ladies and gentlemen, you know, as Christians, we, we have a legacy of standing for truth. But unfortunately, we have a more recent history of just remaining so quiet during times of extraordinary social and cultural upheaval. And I'm here to tell you here on the torch, there can be no more passivity. Church, we are not cowards. My friend, we are not cowards. It's time to pray up. It's time to stand up. It's time to show up. It's time to show up for the battles. We don't make excuses to avoid battles in this hour. It's time to speak up. On whatever sphere, whatever level, the Lord opens the door and gives you opportunity. There can be no more compromise. There can be no more silence. We have got to be a voice for God. And it seems to me the church is showing up very late in these battles. It's, it's almost like David, you know, showing up after 40 days and 40 nights, you know. Israel was out there while Goliath was just mocking and jeering. There was no fighting going on. There was no battle. Everybody was arrayed and dressed for battle, but nothing was really happening until David showed up and said, no, it's time to advance in the name of the Lord our God. It's time to deal with this. Can I get an amen out there? This is a real hour of urgency, friends. It demands that it demands fervent prayer. It demands that we become decisive leaders. It demands that we become bold, that we become courageous, and that we rise up. I've said this many times, I believe, on the torch. I'm going to say it again. If you choose to ignore reality, we're not going to be able to ignore the consequences that come with ignoring reality. 
And there's already been grave consequences. I mean, more than we can barely handle. I mean, the present consequences in America already because of the laziness of the church right now is, is more than we can possibly bear. Hmm. The Bible tells us this. It says, as long as we're in the earth, we are called to redeem the time. Let me give you a scripture for this. This is Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 through 17. It says, see then that you walk circumspectively, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Man, I'm telling you, if there's ever been a bullseye scripture for us this morning, it's right there. See that you walk circumspectively. That means looking within. Not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. I'm going to say it again. As long as we are in the earth, God has called us to redeem the time. Because the days are evil, don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. It's so big. I believe that the Lord is still asking this question to us today. And here's the question. It's right out of the scriptures. The psalmist writes, Psalm 94, verse 16, who will rise up against, who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? One more time, who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? And again, you know, as believers, we've had a great heritage and a, leg a legacy for standing for truth. But I'll tell you what, in this hour, I cannot believe the silence of so many people. I cannot believe how many people are turning into cowards. They refuse to face the issues right at hand. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, whether it's Israel, I mean, I mean, it's just explosive. And you look at some of the just frivolous things that are that are being spoken in in the church in this hour, not even saying a word about Israel. Amazing to me. Amazing. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? My friend, listening, whoever you are, I pray to God, it's you. I pray to God that you are the friend of God, that God can make you a voice, that God can make you into a voice, his hands and his feet, his salt and his light in the earth in this hour, that God can raise you up, anoint you, appoint you, and commission you into the darkness of this earth and bring forth transformation. This is our time, folks. This is our watch. This is our time. The Apostle Paul, he writes in Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, he says, Continue steadfastly in prayer and be watchful in it with thanksgiving. I, I'm just so drawn to these passages of the watchman in this hour. Again, I, was, I know we started in Habakkuk. I was in Habakkuk 1, but in Habakkuk 2, Verse 1, it says, I will stand in my watch. I will set myself on the rampart 
to watch and see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Oh, my. I love that. When I read that, I always think about, of course, Josiah's here in the studio, and you'll remember us being up in the ramparts on the walls of Jerusalem. I always think about that. I will set myself in my watch. I will set myself on the rampart to watch and see what he will say to me. Listen, I want to speak to you as soldiers. I want to speak to you as watchmen today, dear friends. God, God needs you. God needs you in this hour to be a man and a woman who is setting yourself into your watch to watch and see what is God going to say to me. And when the Lord speaks to you, my friend, do not hesitate to move forward. Do not hesitate. Do not procrastinate. Do not deviate from what God tells you to do. Take courage. Take heart. Rise up and do what God tells you to do. If God's if God is speaking to you to move into the the educational mountain, do it. If God's speaking to you to um, move into the governmental mountain, do it. And sorry for the noise in the background. We've got some people outside of our uh, studios here this morning. Whatever he's calling for you to do, my friends, step into it. Be courageous. Be bold. One of the things we know is that God is calling us even now as the body of Christ to stand up for Israel. Everything good? To stand up for Israel. We know this administration and the minions in Washington, D.C. are not going to stand for Israel. We as the body of Christ, friends of the bridegroom, we've got to stand in this hour and cry out. Cry out and pray. Pray and intercede daily for Israel. And I, 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 know, I believe I said this last week. Of course, I, last week was for Zion's sake. That was, that was our show then. I believe righteous retribution is coming to the enemies of Israel. The scripture says this. It says, Isaiah chapter 62, verse 1, it says, Because I love Zion, I will not keep silent. Because my heart yearns for Jerusalem, I cannot remain silent. And I will not stop praying for her until her righteousness shines like the dawn and her salvation blazes like a burning torch. I know we took time last week to, to pray for Israel, to pray for Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, to pray for the IDF, the Israel Defense Forces, their military, praying for unity inside the Knesset for their government, for, their, for Israel's cabinet to come together behind Benjamin Netanyahu. This is so vitally important, folks, that we continue to pray and intercede over them. We've got so much going on in our nation, obviously. I mean, many of you, so many of you are so well-informed that are connected with our ministry, so well-informed. You're, you're fighting battles, waging a good warfare on so many different fronts. I know so many of you out there, are you're praying for Arizona right now concerning this election audit, which is really ground zero, this, this strike that's happening there. Um, there's some big, big news getting ready to come out of Arizona, and Georgia is next. They just announced that yesterday concerning the, um, the election audit, and um, I can't wait. And I believe that God is going to answer, once again, our intercession and our prayers that we have been waging and fighting over this. 
Everybody understands, well, not everybody, but those that listen here uh, understand that we are still dealing with the mess of this coup. We are under a national takeover and a total coup right now, but we are declaring God's delivering power. God's going to give us an ultimate comeback and restore us to the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hold on one second. I got to get a a little sip here. (laughs) For those of you that are watching, you see that. But those of you that are listening, you're like, where'd Brian go? I'm still here. I'm still here. One of the things that's really in my heart this morning is that we continue to pray for America, that God would shake our nation, that God would tremble our country. He would literally shake this nation and bring it to his feet to to repent, that we would return and come back to the Lord. And then that the Lord would fully expose and judge wickedness judge and overturn this deception and this entire coup and as for me as for our ministry we've not backed off of this one bit we just continue to take the arrows of the lord and strike and strike and strike again i believe we're about to see this summer some major major overturning and not only overturning and exposure but really the righteous judgments of God and the justice of the Lord coming to this. It's not enough for things to be exposed. We've got to see righteous judgment coming to it. But ultimately, above all, we're praying that God will restore America because we have been a prodigal nation, that God would call us back to his covenant, the covenant that our founders made with him, that we would return to the heart of God, that the Holy Spirit would woo this nation back to him and he would bring us into an ultimate comeback. That's our prayer. That is our prayer. Um, Wanted to speak to this today. Um, This is important um, concerning our own ministry. Um, Bold as Lions. Uh, If you have not gotten this book, I encourage you, look us up. You can go to um, victoryfla.store. You can purchase that there. You can also go to Amazon.com. We're having another wave just of this book taking off people buying loads of these. I encourage you to get this. Uh, This will be a tremendous inspiration for you. God is using it. I know God will use it in your life. Bold as lions, the future belongs to the righteous. God is tremendously using it. We give him all the glory for it. Um, for those of you that desire to give and become new partners, this is important. We cannot do it without you. You can give at victoryfla.com. Also, you can download our app. You can give there safely and securely. It takes you right into our website. Man, the app is just doing phenomenal. And, um, and the Lord is really using that. And, um, but you can go to victoryfla.com. Um, You can get into all of our messages, our streaming of services that's happening here and be part of that um, as our family. And I pray that you'll do that. Pray that you'll do that. Well, um, one last scripture before we go. Um, Obadiah chapter 1, verse 15. For the day of the Lord is upon all of the nations and it is near. 
I believe it with all my heart, folks. The day of the Lord is coming so soon. And He is going to judge the nations. Yes, He is. He is not only the, the shepherd and the savior of the nations, He is the judge of the nations. And as I prayed earlier, I want to say again over us, there is that Maranatha cry coming up out of the bridegroom. That burning. It's like fire in my heart. It's like fire in my belly right now. The spirit and the bride say, come Lord Jesus. Oh, yes. Lord, I just thank you for my friends. I thank you for their divine assignments. I thank you for their calling. Lord, I, I thank you that you are using uh, stay-at-home mothers around this nation you're, that are homeschooling their kids, but you're using them as intercessors, Lord. Lord, let them not underestimate the power of the Holy Spirit through their intercession, through their prayers, and what they are doing for future generations. Lord, I pray for I pray for businessmen in this hour, Lord, to give them courage and strength to forge ahead, Lord, as they have been waging a good fight, a good fight of faith. I pray, Lord, prosperity, favor, miracles be released, Lord, for our friends, those in ministry. Father, I pray for, pa for pastors, Lord. God, ignite the fire within our shepherds, within our leaders, apostles and teachers and pastors, prophets, evangelists. Lord, refresh them today. Lord, I know many in full-time ministry that are listening even today to the torch that, that, that watch these and listen to this. Lord, I pray strength upon you in Jesus' name. I speak fresh fire to you from the Holy Ghost, my friend my brother, my sister. May the Lord strengthen you in your divine assignment in your city. May he give you breakthrough in your region. May he give you transformation in your region. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Lord, I want to pray for the intercessors throughout America, those that are connected to this house, those that are connected to our ministry Lord, from coast to coast, I pray, I just speak strength to you. You intercessors, those of you that have been so faithful, you, you have been a constant yes unto God. God's laid an assignment on you after assignment after assignment, and you've said yes time and again, time and again. God, my answer is yes. I'll do whatever you say. I'll go wherever you say go. I'll be whoever you say to be. I'll say whatever you want me to say. That's who you have been. I'm speaking to the intercessors out there. You have given God a constant yes to work with. I strengthen you in the name of Jesus. I strengthen you to stand in your watch, to stand in the rampart again, to listen and to watch what God will freshly speak to you. And I just remind you today, you are celebrated in heaven. You are known in heaven and you are celebrated in the earth. And I pray over you today that angel armies would be released unto you, that the angels of the Lord, the ministering angels of God would minister and strengthen you afresh and that God's angels will go before you and give you breakthrough and provision in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, it's always a joy to be with you. 
Thank you for making it a priority once again to be here at The Torch. I look forward to our next time together. Uh, just a friendly reminder, are you ready? The future does not belong to the God mockers or to the God haters. The future belongs to the righteous and God's righteous are bold as lions. Listen, I love you guys. Keep the fire burning. I'll see you next week. Be blessed. Thank you.